Frenzies! Welcome to episode 52 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. Today's episode is going to be all about teacher social media. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope that you'll have some really cool takeaways from social media in general and teacher social media. You probably found this podcast through social media. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but it's going to be a great episode. So, Let's get on with it. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Okay, Frenzies, before we begin, I just wanted to thank you for being here and hanging out with me today. I do appreciate you so much, and I'm excited for this show, but before we start, I'm going to read a written review on iTunes. It's pretty much the nicest thing you can do for any podcaster is leave a written review, And if you've ever left me one, feel free to fill out my Google form underneath this show episode, and I will put you on my happy mail list. I try to send out a couple packages a week uh, to just teachers in general. Sometimes they're my teacher friends, and sometimes they're just teachers. And anyway, just to thank you for listening and being here. So here's my written review this week. It is from Molly H. 18. And she says, love, love, love. Jess, I have been a fan of yours since discovering you on Periscope. I love your energy and humor. Thank you for sharing your journey to health and happiness. And please don't ever stop being your crazy, wild, unique self. You are an inspiration. Thank you so much, Molly, for this written review. I love it. And if you're listening today, please go fill out my Google form so I can send you some happy mail. Anyways... Let's get on with the show. It's going to be a great one today. Hello, frenzies. Welcome back to episode 52 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. I'm your host, Jessica Martin. You can find me on social media as the underscore whimsical underscore teacher. I'm holding my microphone. I've had several mishaps with it today. (laughs) Like my hand fell asleep and I dropped it. And then I was talking into this box and I decided I didn't like it. Basically, I am a hot mess express over here. So if you're in that boat, like, let's let's get on the train together, right? <laughs> anyway, today I thought I, we'd talk about teacher social media and social media in general, because you probably find my podcast through my social media. Some people just stumble upon it or hear about it from someone else, but the vast majority of people heard about it through my Instagram first. So Anyway, I thought we would talk a little bit about social media and our mental health and things we can do to get better and, you know, ways that it might be impacting you in ways that you don't know. And I want this show to help improve your life. So, um, oh boy, I felt like that was a huge echo. (laughs) So anyway, I wanted to bring up this Black Mirror episode and it's, it's from, let me see, it is season three, episode one of Black Mirror and the episode is called Nosedive. It's a really great episode about social media and if you haven't watched Black Mirror, um, a lot of it is about our phones and how addicted we are to our phones and like how, where technology might take us and it's all these super ridiculous 
scenarios that could happen in the future if things keep going the way they are. I, I, that's how I feel the show is. It's kind of like a reflection of like, well, the black mirror part is like when you're holding your phone and it's off and you look into it, it's like a black mirror, right? So a lot of the episodes are about technology and our phones and where it's all going. Like what's going to happen in the future to this crazy new society where everybody is staring at their phones and caring so much about what happens with them. Um, So anyway, this episode Nosedive is really about how like every single person you meet has a sort of a rating and you judge them by their rating. And it's so far as to like, like an Uber driver might not pick you up because you don't have a high enough rating from your friends, right? It's a reputation score that like floats above your head and everybody can judge you. And in a way, that's kind of what social media is, right? It's like this giant playground on our phones and everybody has a number on their shirts and it makes for some awkward times because people are in different categories, right? Like there's a lot of people that have a really large number on their shirts and they're not even sure how it all happened. And then there's other people who have just worked their butts off for like decades. And they're like, yeah, I know how this number happened. It's from me working my butt off, right? And then there's other people that have been working so hard to, you know, get a higher number and it just doesn't work for them, right? So they, they're trying to have the higher number. They want the higher number, but nothing really pans out. And then I think sometimes those people, perhaps they have jealousy or ill will towards the people with higher numbers. And they're constantly questioning, well, why do those people have higher numbers than I do when I'm doing just as much work as they are? So there's a lot of comparison, right? Like you're looking at your shirt and then you're comparing it to everyone else's shirt. It's really awkward. And then there's people that just naturally hate people that have higher numbers on their shirts just because that's what they do. That's how they would be on a normal playground. They would hate all the popular kids. And I can say that because I was one of those kids. Like I, I grew up uh, in a really poor household and I went to a private school. I was like a full scholarship to that school. Right. And all the kids were, you know, I felt like they were just so, so rich, (laughs) so fancy. And I kind of formed like my two best friends were sort of poor like me. And we held contempt for all of these kids because they were rich and we weren't. And I see that a lot on social media, right? It's kind of hilarious that that I see the same exact behavior happening on social media. Like a lot of comparison, comparison. Okay, now that I'm just making up random words, <laughs> I guess you should expect that from this podcast. Anyway, uh, so this whole world of social media, I mean, like I said, I see it as a giant playground and the behavior on the playground sometimes baffles me. Like I am absolutely stunned by, you know, sometimes I'm amazed by how wonderful people can be, but usually I'm stunned by how horrible people can be and how brave people are behind screens and what they think they can get away with. It's really kind of shocking, but it's also like, wow, I was talking to my husband about this, about how just overall, 
you know, I'm not really sure my life has gotten any better since incorporating social media and like building a platform. Like I know that my positive stories and my resources are impacting teachers and helping them, but I don't know on a personal level if it's really made my life any more rich. I I tend to think it hasn't because now I just like waste a lot of time on people that shouldn't matter. (laughs) And those are not, I'm not putting down anyone who's been supportive of me or have been really positive influences in my own life. And I'm so grateful for so many people that I have met who have been positive influences. But what I found is just as quickly as someone can uh, be a positive influence in your life, they can quickly turn into a negative force in your life. So that's kind of been one of the downsides for social media for me. And honestly, I have made a lot of friends that One, were either using me to get ahead on their own popularity and then they cut ties with me, or two, they can't handle my, um, they can't handle my popularity and my success. Like it really impacts them to see me flourishing and doing good when they're trying to do the same. And I kind of get it, you know, because I was that kid on the playground. I totally get it. I've been an underdog my whole life. I didn't even become a teacher till I turned 30. I mean, I was floundering around in my twenties, like a big flipping loser. (laughs) I mean, I really like, I get it. Like I, most of my life I've spent looking at people that had it better than me and being jealous and hating them for no good reason and critiquing them and having all this contempt. And so like, I totally understand when it happens to me, I'm like, listen, I got you. I get it. But at the same time, it does make it hard to keep on being positive and keep on putting out a good story every day. But I do try just like, sometimes you hit a road bump here and there and other people's behavior just shocks me. And, you know, I, I get a little bit shooken up sometimes because I just really can't believe how awful some people can be. Um, so anyway, but the truth is there's nothing we can do about the bad people. There's nothing we can do about people who are using us people that are being fake friends, people talking behind our backs, there's nothing you can do about other people. That's like one of the first, that's one of the first lessons in the um, leader in me uh, curriculum that I teach at my school. So we're a leader in me school. So we follow Stephen Covey's uh, seven habits of highly effective people. And we teach those seven habits to students. And that's one of the very first lessons is like, listen, you have a circle of influence And you can't spend all your time getting upset over people outside of your circle of influence. Like there's things you can control in your life. And the things are, you know, what you do with yourself, your own behavior, your health, your exercise, your food, um, when you go to bed, you know, how you treat other people. These are things that you can influence, but you can't, you don't have control of of anything outside of your circle of influence. So like, why are you letting it bother you? Why are you letting these things impact you when there's so many things you do have control over? You need to focus on those things. It's really good stuff. I mean, imagine, gosh, I wish I would have had those lessons when I was 12 years old. I could have really used them back then. (laughs) So anywho, I think that is 
one of my biggest takeaways from my journey on social media and watching other people is just to focus on my circle of influence. And it's a great activity to do with yourself, with your students, with your family, with your kids, is just draw two circles, right? Draw one circle inside of another. And the inside circle, you write down everything you can control that day that you have complete control over. And on the outside circle, write everything that you don't have any control over. And usually it's, you know, going to be other people, other people's behavior. And it's just keep that in mind on social media. The second thing I want you to keep in mind is really understanding why people do what they do on social media. And I read a book about this called Contagious, Why Things Catch On by Jonah Berger. And it was a great read, but it was also a little bit disheartening because it sort of demystified the whole world of social media for me. And I haven't looked at it the same ever since. And the big idea in the book is that basically, and this is just just to keep in mind, when social media is impacting your mood and you're not feeling your best because of things happening on social media or people are disappointing you or things aren't happening the way you want them to happen and you're letting, you know, you're letting these people on your phone impact your, you know, everyday feelings in your life. This is something to keep in mind. And this totally changed everything that I thought about social media. Um, so sorry, my dog just, I don't know, for some reason he just banged into the door and scared me. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear me go. <laughs> so anyway, um, something to keep in mind is that people only post what makes them look good. Whatever they think, they honestly, they only put out into the world what they think makes them look good. They reshare content, they post photos, they make posts about themselves, anything they think will make them look good to other people, that's what they put out. And subconsciously, that's why we're all using social media is because when you get a like and you get a comment and you talk to other people, it makes you feel good, right? When you get that instant feedback from people. And so what we found is like the more good comments content you put out, the, the things that you put out that you personally believe, like this is going to make me look good. So I'm going to tell this story. Uh, that's why you're doing it because you're the feedback you're getting from that and the feeling of making yourself look good. For me, I know a lot of it is like, oh, I feel like I just helped somebody else. And that makes me feel good. That gives me like a little boost. But really, that's, you know, me helping other people is making me look good. <laughs> And that was a hard pill to swallow about social media and why people do what they do. But when I when I read the research and I read this book, Contagious, it just made me feel better because I'd rather see things for what they are than, than live in this world of like, you know, shrouded mystery. Like, I don't know why. Why is this happening? Why are these people talking about this and that? And why, you know, uh, you know, looking at followers and looking at growth, why does this happen? And why is everybody talking about the same thing? And it's just usually because whatever the topic is, whatever people are doing, whatever people are saying to you, it's all to make themselves look good, right? And 
I hate, I hate, I hate even telling this out, like sharing this story out loud is I'm, I'm feeling like it's, it's kind of a vulnerable thing to admit to yourself that everything you do on your phone is to make yourself look good to other people on their phones. Doesn't that sound so ridiculous when you say it out loud? But that is the truth. And once I, once I read the book and I read the research and I, it really impacted me and, and I was thinking about like advertisers and people who are selling things and their whole idea is to get you to share whatever they they've created or they've made they want you to talk about it with your friends your family they want you to talk about it on social media because that's how things become contagious it's just you, and the reason you talk about someone else's products or that you would talk about something that you bought because it makes you look good it's like this vicious cycle right like you're buying things to share with other people because it makes you look good and people are trying to sell you things because they know they're going to sell more if you start talking about them. So it's like this constant cycle. And I think about just everything I talk about. I'm even talking about this book right now, right? And it's just, it's, it's a really weird cycle. But when you can step away from it and see it for what it is, and you can tell yourself, well, you know, this person really upset me, but they're only doing it to make themselves look good. I mean, doesn't that make you feel better just saying that, right? Like when you know the truth behind everybody's actions, like, oh, wow. So they're just doing this to make themselves look good. All right. I mean, it, it does. I mean, I guess in some ways for me, it kind of paints the other people that are upsetting me in a bad light, right? Because I'm just like, oh, they're just doing it to make themselves look good. But it makes me instantly feel better. Like whatever's upsetting me, it makes me feel better. Like like the racist family member post, you're like, oh, well, honestly, they, they're doing that because they think that makes them look good. I know it doesn't make them look good, but they think it is. So there you go. And so anyway, those are my two big takeaways from, you know, your social media. And I know there's people out there that talk about like, you know, your mental health and social media and how social media impacts you. And, and these are the two things that have worked for me. One, keeping in mind my circle of influence and that really it's all about me and what I do with myself. <laughs> that sounds really weird, but it's, it's all about me. I cannot control other people. And then two, remembering that when people really upset me or disappoint me or say hurtful comments or do hurtful things, everything they're doing is to make themselves look good. And why should I care about what people are doing to make themselves look good, right? Like that's beyond my circle of influence. And if they're doing things to make themselves look good that, you know, and, and one of those things they're doing is trying to make me look bad. And what does that say about them, right? And so I recently I had this uh, pretty hard conversation this week with uh, one of one of my buddies is like, sorry, I can't can't really be your friend anymore because these other people are talking bad about you. And I was just like, I was stunned. I was shocked. I went through all of these different. Uh, things trying to get to the bottom of it. I was messaging people all over the place. I had so many public tanties. And then I'm really like looking at it like, well, if, if they're, they're spreading this story because it makes them look good. Right. And it's a totally untrue story about me. They're, they're basically, they're telling a story that I was saying in public that I didn't want to be around them because they didn't have enough followers. Right. And I mean, it really, if that's the kind of story that makes them look good to other people, then those are not the kind of people I need in my life, right? 
Like, it's such a ridiculous story. These are also two people that I went out to lunch with and I've hung out with for several years. So I'm like, well, if these people, like, if what makes them look good is looking like a victim of the whimsical teacher, ooh, she's so mean. She doesn't want to hang out with us or sit by us because of how many followers we have, even though I went out to lunch with them the same day. I mean, seriously, like, if this is what's making them feel good, this is what's giving them power and making them look good in front of their friends, then so be it. I gotta let that go, right? Like, seriously, like, if, if telling stories about me being a bad panda is making them feel good and they think it's making them look good, those are not the kind of people I need in my life. Those are not the kind of people I need around me. And if my friend former friend cannot be friends with me because of like what other people are saying about me at events. And like this, this so-called friend wasn't even there when this incident happened of me saying, I don't want to sit by you because of your follower numbers, which was a total sarcastic joke, by the way, because I don't care about follower numbers at all. But if that person is judging me on a, you know, like if it's making them look good to unfriend me, then why do I need them in my life, right? Like, well, I look better to everybody else by denouncing this whimsical teacher. Well, you go, man. You go. You go kill it for today. Because it's just all so ridiculous. Like, when you put these spins on things, like, okay, one, I cannot control other people. I cannot control anything outside of my circle of influence. And two, everything that people do is to make themselves look good. And so it's just, I don't know, it cleared up so many things for me. And I'm so happy to have those people not in my life anymore. Because seriously, if you're the type of person that it makes you look good to unfriend other people, or it makes you look better to talk ill of other people that you've, say, gone to lunch with before, then that's that's, that says a lot about you. And if other other people are eventually going to see that about you, and if they don't, I don't really care. Because again, you and those other people are outside of my circle of influence. So I just have to keep focusing on me and what I have control over. And this is why I wanted to share the story with you, because so often, you know, since it is a giant playground and people behave badly on the playground, sometimes we behave badly on the playground. I mean, it's sort of like this whole world of social media is somewhat new, right? It hasn't really been a lot around for that long. So people are going to make mistakes and they're going to misstep. And it's just important to know whether you've made a mistake or someone else has hurt you or something's bothering you on social media. Just remember you have a circle of influence and that's everything that you're doing, right? Like there's a lot of things in your life that you have control over. Focus on those things. Don't focus on the other people. And then understand what drives people's behavior. People, people want to look good to other people. They greatly care about how other people see them and perceive them. And they will do anything and post anything that makes them look good to their friends. And I mean, it's kind of a sad 
Like it's kind of a sad yearning that we have this yearning that we want so badly for other people to accept us, like our posts, you know, talk kindly about us, but that's just human nature. It's the way it is. And it's just, it's really helped me to focus on my circle of influence and to realize why people are behaving the way they're behaving. Because when, because it's a, it's when people are hurting your feelings uh, regardless of what's happening. I mean, maybe it's just that they're posting about something you don't really agree about, right? And you just feel personally offended. Just keep in mind that their behavior is 1000%, technically it doesn't even exist, right? <laughs> their behavior is 1000% how they want others to see them. And they want to look good to their peers. And that's why they're doing what they're doing. So these two things have just made me feel a lot better. I still can't believe that people I thought were my friends were talking bad about me at a, you know, at a real public meetup. And I'm, you know, really shocked and dismayed by other people's behavior. But in order to get myself back on the right track and not dwell about this, I had to come to the conclusion that, you know, they're out of my circle of influence. And now they're out of my circle of friendships, <laughs> which is just fine, right? But I wanted to share with you my personal journey on this with not only re reading the Contagious book, but understanding more of the Stephen Covey's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People and teaching that to my students. It's helping me so much understand other people's behavior in real life and on social media. So I hope some of this helped you. I hope you'll go check out both of those books. And please reach out to me if you ever want to have a chat about social media or if any of this resonated with you, please let me know. Again, you can always tag me. I'm the Whimsical Teacher on Instagram. There's only one of me. Just kidding. There's a whole bunch. <laughs> You'll see if you go look for me. But anyways, uh, frenzies, I hope that this helped you out. And really, I just want to help you as a teacher kind of, you know, be successful and be able to move on quickly from social media. And hopefully this has encouraged you a little bit to take things less seriously that happen on your phone. Because living your life on your phone is never going to make you that happy, right? And caring so much about what happens on social media is never going to make you happy. So sometimes we just have to put our phone down and focus on that circle of influence ourselves and make ourselves better. And then we can share that with the rest of the world. And I promise you, if you start focusing on you and making yourself better, good things are going to happen. Take good care of yourself this week, frenzies. Thanks for listening. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Je <laughs> Happy Jessica. What? <laughs> oh no, I don't know how to stop. <laughs>